Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk Radio. Greetings and welcome to the Jewel Network Science Broadcasting Frequency. The Jewel Network is a radio frequency of continuous streaming science, knowledge, and wisdom which promotes and sustains the activation of the present evolutionary process of immortality and the unfolding of the God Self within the evolving planetary society on planet Earth. The Jewel Network is committed to broadcasting the sciences of life and the sciences of living. By cultivating the mind of a scientist, you are being able to extract the very best the current 21st century has to offer. You are listening to the Dr. Jewel's Brain Balancing Program and more with your host, physician and surgeon, microbiologist, preventive medicine and hygiene physician, and Surgeon General, Dr. Joel Poole. Greetings. Hi, everyone. How are you? It's good to be back. Many of you may know that I've been gone I haven't been home in the Atlanta area for quite a while. I was in the north. And I tell you, it was an interesting experience with the winter and the cold months, et cetera. My body definitely had to make the adaptation. We did that quite well. We went on a mission, and we were very successful. But obviously, we had twists and turns and different ramifications and unexpected events. However, the capacity to control what you pay attention to determines your life's quality. And this is where so many people are having so many problems. And especially now with the pandemic and the social distancing and all the other things that are going on, known and unknown to you. But many, many people are recognizing that their life is not what they want it to be. They're trying to figure out why is it what it is, but the real answer is they have not learned how to control what they focus on. And this is something I've been talking to you for years about. This is the wonderful brain balancing program that we have been offering to you since 1986. This is the program that I used to heal myself out of a very, very dreadful state of very advanced cancer. And I was already a vegetarian, and so therefore I knew that being a vegetarian wasn't the primary answer. This disorder was asking for more, much more. Well, what could it be? Well, I recognized that I'm already eating well. I thought my body was in great shape, et cetera but it was going downhill fast. And so I recognized what was the condition of my emotional body? What was the condition of my mental body? Spiritually, my soul quality, what was that really about? All of these things were vague, and I recognized it was time for me to do what? To pay attention to areas in my life that I had given very little attention to. Well, how do you really do that? Well, it's very interesting. I thought I had control of my attention span. I thought that I had very good attention management. But obviously, I recognized that if my body, and I was a physician, could move to a state where it was seriously challenged, 
with a potentially lethal disease, then obviously I wasn't paying such great attention to who? To me. That's right. How many bodies do we have? Can you answer that out there? How many bodies do we have? Most of you are still thinking that you have your one body, your physical body, and that's who you are, what you are. This is what allows you to navigate the world. That's incorrect. You have far, far more bodies than just the physical body. And you know it. You have an emotional body. You have your mental body. You have your spiritual body. And guess what? Core essence of who you are is a manifestation of the source of all things. Now, whether that's Allah to you or God or Buddha, this is the core you. And unfortunately, our environment doesn't give us succinct, clear definitions and clear and succinct information on how to manage these bodies. And so, therefore, how can you have proper attention span management of five bodies when nobody's really talking about any of them much except the emotional body. And that's the driving force behind all of this drama on so many movies and so many uh, TV channels and just the, the news and a lot of other things. But again, how do we focus on that? For most of us, it brings us discomfort. How do we manage that relative to our physical body? Because it definitely makes us do what? Feel. And so many of us are so uncomfortable feeling because we really don't understand the emotional body versus our feelings. Well, what are they? How are they related? Well, we have a whole university devoted to answer all those questions. But the main thing, first of all, is to accept that you are far greater than you've been indoctrinated to perceive yourself to be, and you have to do what? Band your attention on your bodies and the management of them. What does that? Our fabulous balancing program. So at the end of uh, this show, you should have a much greater appreciation for what I've been talking to you about for decades, the balancing program, the balancing program. So let us move forward with the discussion of our topic. You are listening to the Jewel Network Science Radio Broadcasting Frequency. The Jewel Network provides the neural nutrition and stimulates expansion and evolution of the human brain, nervous system, and body. Remember, our source is a neuron. Well, I'm back. Such a great time here. It seems like everything is unpredictable. However, it is not when you decide what you're going to focus on. The DJBP, the abbreviations for the Dr. Jewel Brain Balancing Program, is one of the greatest gifts that you can give to yourself. Why? Because first of all, it teaches you how to be able to focus. Many of you may not know the details on what the program consists of, but it consists of three basic geometric symbols on a fabulous, wonderful, sturdy card that you will look upon five minutes each. And when you look at that geometric symbol, 
your responsibility, your task is to think of nothing else but to look directly at the symbol. Now, I was so surprised when I started measuring people, seeing what their attention span was, and recognizing the habits of how they actually used their body, used their eyeballs. So interesting to recognize that so many people were not able to look at anything for more than 30 seconds. 30 seconds. So now how can you manage an attention span for 30 seconds? Yes, that is an attention span. Because if I ask you to look at the center of something and your eyes now are moving to the left or to the right or up and down, that indicates that the brain has lost its focal point. You want to develop the capacity for the brain to hold its position for the amount of time that you have indicated in your mind. So our brain balancing program teaches you how to be able to at least hold a focal center point of awareness for at least five minutes. So we have three symbols that we actually focus upon in a session. And those three symbols are focused upon for five minutes each. So by the time you have done what? Looking at these symbols, allow the neurons, those are the cells that form the brain. You have 100 trillion of them. They all have come into alignment, into a relationship with each other where they are now connected, communicating throughout the entire brain, not just the right side of the brain, what we call the right hemisphere or the left hemisphere, both groups of neurons composing the right and the left hemisphere of the brain are all connected and communicating. Do you know how powerful that is that both hemispheres of the brain can contribute to what you're looking at, can contribute to what you're thinking about, can contribute the information they contain to assist you in handling any problem? Any problem, all the neurons of your brain ask is for you to thoroughly and to see completely what it is that you want the brain to process so that the body can know what it is you in your mind want the body to do. It's very simple. So we've learned from this balancing program that many of you are not able to see an image on one sheet of paper, that your eyes have been trained to only see parts of things. And that was interesting. So we do have a procedure for you that if you cannot see the entire symbol on the page, that you can begin by literally tracing with the movement of your eyes the symbol repetitively so that eventually the eye will recognize that is more to the focal point than what you originally were able to perceive. Now, that's amazing. But many people we recognize were seeing their entire life through a pinhole. 
the whole event was in front of them, but they only saw specific areas of the event, maybe one or two people when there was 10 people in the room, maybe only one table and a chair when there were 20 tables and no chairs in the room. It was interesting what we were able to identify as to how people had mistrained their brain. So it's very important to understand that your attention determines the experience you have. And so if you cannot pay attention, some people, my, my brain just jumps around, et cetera. I can't say, hold it focused on one event. Other people say, well, it was there. And I thought this was said, but I had other things going through my mind at the same time. And this is a problem for many, many people. They have many conversations going on in their head at the same time. They're looking at one thing, but then still they hear the voice talking about something else. They actually then are thinking, why am I hearing this voice? And what I'm seeing here in this room doesn't really make sense, okay, along with all the other background noise. So if you're hearing voices, you're talking to yourself, and then you're trying to observe what's going on in front of you, you've got three events going on in your head at the same time. Now, whether you know it or not, we call that multitasking. And that does not allow you to be thorough. It does not allow you to be centered, allow you to see all of the different levels of interaction that are required for you to address. So many times people who have this kind of multiple communication going on in their brain, they make a lot of errors in their decision-making. They basically are not able to be thorough in anything they do. So much of the error many times is because they didn't see this. Oh, I didn't see that. That's common. Oh, I wasn't aware of that, but it's right there in front of your face. I wasn't able to really understand how these things really go together, but they're right there in front of you together. Why could you not see the relationship? And this is because of the attention management skills you have not developed. Your attention determines the experiences you have throughout your life. And the experiences you have determine the quality of the life that you live. So for us to be able to greet the 21st century with open arms on our way to the moon now, on our way to Mars, we're sending people to Mars now to actually do farming, to actually teach. Yes, there's people living on Mars and they need teachers. They're building on Mars, and they need architects who will go. So it's suspected that many high officials have real estate on Mars, and they're willing to get the architects up there right away to build for themselves as well as for all the people they expect to come to Mars. So what kind of attention span do you have that's going to support you in being able to have these kind of adventures? That's why we're here on planet Earth to have an incredible adventure known as a life. But if you can't hold the focus and you can't discern 
what you should be focusing on, what order you should be focusing on. Should I even be focusing on this activity versus others that I'm choosing? How do I make that choice? These are a lot of important questions that people who are now working from home really have to constantly face and answer. The key here is your attention span, your capacity to have a system of hierarchy relative to what your purpose that is going to allow you to control your attention for the results that you want. Sponsors want to speak to you. I'll be right back. But it's important to get this. Your capacity to control your attention gets you everything. I'll be right back. Humanity is experiencing a vast variety of disorders, HIV, Zika virus, Ebola, hypertension, meningitis, STD, Alzheimer's, and many others. These disorders are the results of not knowing how to live within and navigate the human body. Most of us have learned how to drive a car, but have yet to learn how to care for and navigate our bodies. Enroll into the Jewel University of Immortal Sciences for Immortal Living to learn how to navigate and maintain a disease-free body. Visit us at www.juis.education or visit us on Facebook. Okay. I'll say it again. It's so important. Understand that better attention management leads to what? Your productivity goes beyond the feeling. You are so productive. You get so many things done. Why? Because you have learned how to manage your awareness, manage your attention span. The ability to do so allows you to do what you want. You don't have to have the life that somebody else has created for you. You can have the life you want and enjoy it. Take full responsibility for it because you were able to do this because you controlled what you focused upon. So that requires you to do what? to evaluate what is most important to you and to hold that hierarchy in your mind, in your focus at all times. So the priorities of what you choose to focus on makes a difference. And we deal with that every day. I am so glad that I did the balancing program. Oh, my gosh, because it allowed me to really make some serious choices. As I said earlier in the show, I created a very serious illness in my body because my capacity to focus my attention was out of balance. I wasn't focusing my attention in a balanced way on me and my other priorities. And I'll say that again. I had not been focusing my attention on me as well as other priorities that I valued. The other priorities that I value, the other people, the places, the times, the things, and events, they dominated my attention. I was always focusing on something else. And where was I in the mix? Oh, you can lay down later. Oh, you can do this tomorrow. Oh, well, okay, it'll be nice to have my nice bath today. But that'll wait. And then 
tomorrow it's the same thing. And so finally, we recognize that we are tireder, much more tired, much unrested. We have a lot of decisions that we make. Should I do this for the children or should I take this time for me? Okay. Well, the children, they're so excited and they want to do this and they want to do that. And then what about me? Yes, I could really take a nap. Yes, I could really rest. Okay. But I want the children to, you know, have this opportunity. How many times do I miss my naps? Never think about this because we always are perceiving that it's either or. And that's something. Why can't our attention span expand so that we can see more than one thing in front of us? that we can see a group of things and see what ourselves in it also enjoying the activities. But now that means that you will definitely have to identify how can that be done. And what's so wonderful about the balancing program is because it connects so many neurons. These neurons, those are the cells that form the brain, are talking all the time. They're sending you information about what they heard, what they saw, what they remember, what is going on now, what happened in the past. You're getting all this information all the time going on in your head, and what is that uh, doing? It's causing the brain to translate it into proteins, neural proteins, that literally then are what? Excreted into the blood so that every cell of your body knows what you've been thinking, what you've been seeing, what you've been hearing all day long, all evening long, until you put the brain in a state of rest. And we call that REM sleep. So your bloodstream is full of your thoughts, of your perceptions, of your ideas, of your desires all of the time. Most people don't recognize that. But that's what the blood does. They think, oh, the Blood just carries my nutrition from what I ate and the oxygen. It carries all of your thoughts to all of your tissues. Otherwise, the body wouldn't know what to do. The body wouldn't know what you wanted. The body would not be able to reflect your priorities of the order of what you want to get done, why you want to have these things done if the brain didn't translate them. So that's why I find it so amazing. I'm like, how could so many people take for granted whether their brain is balanced or not? And it's because you don't know this very important factor. Everything that you see, everything that you hear, everything that you think has to be processed by the brain for the body to know that you are having these experiences. The brain has to process everything that you see, that you hear, that you think, and translate it into a protein. We call it neural peptides that are released from the brain with a charge. They're even charged so that as these neural peptides flow through your bloodstream, the cells automatically then know what it is that you're thinking what you're seeing, what you want, what you don't want, based on the relationship between the brain and your blood. 
Now, can you imagine what happens to people whose blood is so thick, full of trash and waste? They don't drink water. Not at all. They drink beverages, but they don't drink adequate water. Mm -mm. Now, what about the people who eat very heavy diets, very heavy foods, pasty foods, flour and cheese, lots of heavy oil? How do you know it's heavy? When it's solid at room temperature. You can look at it and see that that oil is solid. You can't see through it. It's like that in your body at room temperature. So therefore, how does the blood get through the arteries that are carrying this fat in it that's solid at room temperature? How are your thoughts going to get to the tissues on the other side of that big block of fat floating in your artery, in your vein? You hadn't thought about that, have you? Right. And so this is why individuals who don't think about that and are not eating a diet where if they enjoy the fat, that they have also surrounded that meal with other food sources that help to keep that emulsified in a liquid state. That also helps that fat to be able to move through the body, get to the liver, where the liver can nullify it even more so that it does not block the flow of blood. Well, too often, that's not the case. Out of balance again, why? Because they're not focusing their attention on what is important for what they say their goal is that they want to achieve. They've only been seeing part of the picture or half of the picture. They haven't learned how to control that attention to see everything that is relevant to what they want to achieve at any time. And we say that. They're like, oh... I didn't recognize that. I didn't see that I needed that. Okay, oh, well, boy, I didn't have half of the stuff I needed. Well, how does that happen? And that is because the attention, your attention, was not focused on what you say that you wanted to accomplish. You really didn't look at it. You really didn't look at what could be the obstacles that could inhibit me from achieving my goal, and what do I need to make sure is present so that I can achieve my goal. This is important. This is attention focusing. Now, I'm not telling you about doubt. You pay attention to my words. I'm telling you based on what now, what you want to achieve, that's your purpose. And then two, second thing, you have to focus on the condition of your body to do this. What's the condition of my emotional body to get this done? What is the condition of my spirit? Do I really, am I really motivated to do this? Let me look at why I really want to do this. Do I really love this? I have a great passion for it. I think this is the greatest thing that I could have ever been involved in my, in my life. Or am I looking around at other people? wow, that looks nice. She's on TV and she's singing and everybody's looking at her and applauding her. I think I might like something like that. And so therefore, you are going to now focus your attention on this. But when you really look at emotionally, well, uh, it's really nice and I see that, you know, she's on TV, but, you know, really, 
I don't like a lot of people really looking at me, but I, I, I like the idea that, you know, I have that kind of presence. So I can just get over that part of it. That's not really important because I, I want to have that experience. I want to do that. That is not true. And so often we dismiss what our bodies are telling us. Naturally, emotionally, your emotional body is telling you that you really have not really ever liked a lot of attention. And so, therefore, why are you striving to put yourself in a position where there's a lot of attention associated with it? Is it because of some fear or some misprogramming, what we call your reframe, about people looking at you or giving you attention? And many times that is the case. Something happened in childhood or when they were in elementary school or whatever else, et cetera, and they didn't get a lot of support for being the attention getter of that event. And so normally they were spoken to in a way or treated in a way that didn't reinforce that what they were about, what they thought was okay. And so now they've labeled this whole lifespan with a thought about the fact that I want this, but I don't want to deal with the discomfort that I've learned from the past. Now, see, we talk about the past because it's very dangerous to go there when you don't understand and look at the precise activities that were associated with that event from the past because your attention span was not developed to see everything. You were so busy focusing on how your body felt, but you didn't focus on what everybody else was responding to. Why were the comments made, et cetera? And most of all, what was happening in you? This focus on the capacity to feel, to know, to actualize, to think, and where my motivating energies are is what we're asked to focus on. This is one of the main reasons why people with serious diseases, they don't get better as they could. They've taken all the chemotherapy and they had the surgery and they had the radiation and the doctors are telling them, well, have more. Okay, maybe we can cut this out. Maybe we can try this research drug. What is their feeling? What is their true attitude, their focus on life? And boy, oh boy, do the worms come out. Because when we say, okay, well, let's look at this. You're not doing well on paper. They tell you that, you know, your disease is expanding. And why would that be the case? So the person could sit there looking at you innocently. And so I don't know, really they are saying, well, you're the doctor. You're supposed to be telling me. Is that true? And the answer is no, because it's been where has your attention been? And where have you been in your awareness relative to your attention. Where's your focus? So we listen to these people, and they say, I'm so busy. I get up in the morning. It's for the children. Then it's for the husband. And then it's for my job. And then it's over here with my relatives. And then it's his parents. And then we have our uh, special activities we have to handle with our charities and our church and 
the things that we're doing for our block club, and then therefore, okay, well, when did you become the focus of your attention for what you needed? What did your mental body need, your spiritual body need? What did the physical body need? And the person has to really stop and think about it. They can see how many days have gone by and they were not even considered in their own attention span as to how to take care of themselves. So they're just living a life for everybody else. But they're not in the program. They're looking for somebody else to cut them in to their own program. Now, we know that's really out of order. Why would this person not focus on the fact that they can be in everything that their body is involved in? Why would it not be? And so being with the children, well, of course, they're your children, but why are they not being involved in things that you also like, that we can all get the benefit out of, that drug dragging them over here and taking them over there is because somebody else wanted it, that that's what someone else thinks is the best interest. What do you want? And most of all, what do you want for your children? We have so many adults that get into this. Very simply, okay, everybody's into soccer. So the lady across the street, oh, my son got this for soccer. The lady two blocks down is talking about her daughter and what she was able to do. You're like, hmm, I never really thought much about soccer. So then their children come home, and they're like, well, you know, they got some really nice soccer uniforms now. I think that's fun to play, okay? And so it's like, hmm, okay, mommy, we want to play soccer, soccer, soccer. Okay, so here you go again. It's what they want. Where are you in that? Well, you haven't even thought about it, okay? It was never big on your list. You never thought about it. And people up the street, the person across the street, and so now all of a sudden the children are interested. But what does that have to do with how you want to spend your time? Perhaps you want to spend the time with your children, just sitting with them. You'd rather take them to the library two or three times a week. Does that mean that they can't have soccer? Well, no. What does that mean? Maybe I should form a relationship with the person across the street. They can go with their children, and guess what? I don't mind, okay? We can switch off. I'll pick them up next week, and we rotate every other week. So therefore, I can get things involved with my children that I like. I want them to spend time at the library. We read together. We see the puppet shows, whatever else. And then the next week, they're being picked up and escorted with the people across the street. Now, of course, you know, soccer is a commitment, but the point of it is, is that you don't have to be the one to make sure that it's completely done because you focus on you as well as the children. So many people, especially women, they do not include themselves in what they like. And how many people have grown up and have never, ever kicked a soccer ball and feel that their life is fabulous? Guess what? Me, I'm one of them because it's nice. I mean, it's great to see the people run, but, I mean, if that comes across the TV, that's great. If I happen to be passing a soccer field and see the children, I think that's wonderful. But other than that, my focused attention is not going to be there. Why? For many, many reasons. It has nothing to do with my uh, life's purpose. It's not anything that I feel is vital to 
my spiritual, mental, emotional, physical growth. And yes, I know that there are hundreds of thousands, millions of people that love soccer. Wonderful. But do I have to be involved in it when I definitely know there's other things that I'd rather spend my time in? And the answer is, of course. No, I don't have to be involved in it. But that requires a knowledge of self. Many of us don't spend any time really learning about ourselves. That's why so many of you, your immune system is shot because you've never spent any time with your sensational body, which eventually over time builds your emotional body. You've never focused on that. It's always focused on something else, somebody else, that kind of thing, and therefore you can't even hold a focus. So many people that join our balancing program cannot hold the focus. And this is one of the great things that they recognize, that after becoming locked and balanced, some people it takes six months. Others, it takes a year and a half. But then they, they can say, I can focus my attention on something and I can be thorough with it. I can be totally aware and I can bring this into my life in such a way that it pleases me. And I notice that other people around me also get pleasure from watching me be able to control my attention to do what I love doing. Now, you think about that. I'll be right back after this message. You are listening to the Jewel Network Science Radio Broadcasting Frequency. The Jewel Network provides the neural nutrition and stimulates expansion and evolution of the human brain, nervous system, and body. Remember, our source is a neuron. Our source is that neuron. Everything you think that neuron has to process for you so that your body knows what you want to do. And we have so many people that can't focus on even giving themselves adequate hydration every day. The brain has to have water. And I tell you, it's really heart-wrenching to have to see a person that you love suffer. They can't remember themselves. They can't remember their loved ones, their children. They can't remember uh, important dates that they may want to celebrate or plan for in the future because the neurons are dehydrated. If you want to be able to control your attention to build your life, You have to nourish the cells that are responsible for allowing your body to know what you want. And they're not asking you for Coca-Cola. They're not asking you for phosphated flavored water. They're asking you for that pure consciousness known as water. Now, you have to understand these beverages and all their colors and things, they're not a problem unless you put them in your body too frequently without balance and without you focusing and paying attention on what your brain is telling you it needs. So if it needs hydration, that's not a glass of wine. And that's not any of these aids. It's not any alcohol. It is pure water. So again, focusing your attention on what's important, i.e. you are and your multiple bodies going to allow you to be here 
for a very, very long period of time in great health before you learn how to make the transition to go other places. Now, if you're used to listening to this radio station, you know that we talk about immortality here. Okay. What you focus on and expands, never forget that. So why focus on something you don't want? Death. We're not interested in that. We're interested in life. And we know if an oak tree can be here 500 years, if we focus on that, we can too. Oh, some of you uh, don't believe that. Well, how can you build a house? And the house can live three or four hundred years. The built more house. Okay, we've got all kinds of things all around the world you can go to. Been here hundreds of years. And why was that? Because they focused on that for the house. They didn't focus on that for themselves. Pay attention. Their attention span was not on how do I live in my body so that my body is able to be here for 300 years. Nobody's asking that question. Very few people are. There's the research now that is revealing that that lifespan and the quality of life that person lives is not the everyday life. Strains? Well, no, it's not. But the focus and what they do on a consistent basis is very different from what most people do. Why? Because most people neglect themselves. They don't have the focus. They don't have their mind on them and what they want to enjoy. So we have a lot of people, their mind is on them, and that's it. Now, do they have an extended lifespan? No. Now, when I say they have their mind on them, and that's it, it's usually on the physical body. It's on, you know, the length of the eyelashes and the shape of the nails and what their waistline is, et cetera, on them, okay, emotionally. Where's your spirit, okay? Your soul, who are you? Why are you here? What does the length of your eyelashes have to do with your life's purpose? They can't answer those kind of questions. Is your life purpose going to allow you to have the lifespan you want? How long do you want your lifespan? Just until you're 70 or 2,000. And if it's 2,000, then when you get busy paying attention to all of the life forms that can be here for 2,000 years, their daily activities are quite unique from what you are living. Are you willing to change? This is very important. But trees, we have trees that live for thousands of years. Thousands and thousands of years, but their life span is very long, but their lifestyle is quite different. So what is the lifestyle of a tree and a human that allows both of them to be together for 5,000 years? Answer that question. Because it's possible. Everything is possible. And so humans can be here for many, many, many tens of thousands of years, if they can. We have all that documented, too. That's why you need to listen to this radio station that brings you the news things that will not be on your 5 o'clock or 10 o'clock news. You can do anything, but you have to develop your capacity to focus and to focus on what is going to give you the results that you want in your outer life as well. Focusing on what you want in the outer life, but yet still not focusing on how to get that done where your bodies are in balance 
brings about destruction of your bodies. So you will achieve your goal in the outer world, but it will be short-lived when if your attention span is broadened where you're including yourself always in the enjoyment and the pleasure of why you want to have the experience, that's what you're going to have, enjoyment and pleasure and having the experience along with the other people that you focused on. So you must learn how to focus your mind. You must learn how to focus on what you want and not what on everything else around you is available. Of course, it's always going to be that way. But what does it have to do with you? And is that going to allow you to be comfortable mentally, physically, spiritually, as well as everybody else? And if not, then now that's a wonderful adventure because you have to learn how to do it for you as well as everybody else. And these diseases many people have are out-of-balance diseases. Everybody else was prominent and not themselves. So this is the imbalance. When that imbalance is corrected, because you've readjusted your focus, you're taking in yourself and the things that are important to you. That is a healthy focus, and that is how you want to learn how to control your brain. That's wonderful. So one of the things we recognize is that most people don't know they have circuits of the brain and that these circuits of the brain secrete particular into the bloodstream so that certain software programs can be activated or shut down. So when we don't know the circuits of the brain, we don't even know where our awareness should be positioned in our brain so that the brain can create the pre-preparatory protein that prepares the software programs in our tissues to go into a resting state or become active. So you've got to learn the anatomy of the brain. We teach you that in the Brain Balancing Program. And each one of these circuits of the brain have a different chemistry. And if that chemistry isn't present in the bloodstream, the software programs that it controls, the chemistry controls, are not going to become activated. So people talk about, well, you know, uh, you can fly when you can. Okay, but it takes a particular quality of blood to nurture and activate those software programs that allow you to naturally vibrate at a rate where you're not bound by the perception of gravity. That's what we're talking about here. You can do that, but the blood quality has to change because you're present in your own brain in a location that creates the precursors, as we call them. So without further ado, We're looking at developing a second circuit where right now this is so important. All life matters, black life, Asian life, Indian life, all life matters. And we've been talking about since the origin of life comes from the melanated male, the melanated female. All forms of the human body come from the melanated female, the melanated male, If you have melanin in your skin, you are the mother and father of all other variants of the one human species. That's why it's only one race. Everybody comes from the same mother and father. And so whether they are very dark skinned or very light skinned, that is based on their attitude, 
as well as their interaction with their environment. We call that epigenetics. And so this information has been repressed. And so that ban of ignore rant of the unknown has been filled with doubt, has been filled with judgment, has been filled with criticism. And so now here we are bringing bodily harm to ourselves, to your own sisters and brothers. And when you do that, what do you do? You kill off the species. So here we are killing off the species because we have issues with who has the melanin and who doesn't have it. And this is all based on what? How you think. I'm telling you again, the way that you control your life is based on your attention management. What are you focusing on? So if everybody comes from the same gene pool, which is true, then do you know what the gene pool contains that you came from? And so there's certain attributes in the gene pool you may never want to actualize in your own physical body. Wonderful. Why should that be a problem for someone else who does do so? Pay attention to my questions. So do you turn against a sister or brother that's in your face, right in your household, because they want to be like the father and somebody else wants to be like the mother? Is that an issue? Well, to a person who is focusing their attention and knows how to use their brain and recognize that we all come from the same source, why would you do that? Of course you wouldn't. So that second circuit is about learning how to communicate with self and everyone else that looks like you, that is, it has a human body, regardless of whether it's polka dot or striped, as well as also recognizing that it allows you to build. And so that second circuit is how we've built everything in the Western world. And so you need to recognize that when you go to these cities that have specialized in perfecting the second circuit of the brain. It's a wonderful thing to see. And we're going to London, England, because these people knew how savage and barbaric they were. They call it their dark ages. But when they decided that they were going to evolve and move forward in consciousness in their brain, they started building and working together and built an incredible city, incredible architectural functional city. So we're going to go and stroll through the second circuit of the human brain built by the Europeans at their particular time when they came into the awareness that they could move together, that they could communicate, they could build wonderful things together. And this now has to be incorporated worldwide, worldwide. We cannot go into anyone else's country, take out their resources, and then not induce them and support them and cultivate them in learning how to use the second circuit of their brain so that they become self-sustaining, self-sufficient, whether we're there or not. Now, that's a different circuit of the brain that shares like that. We talk, we call that the fourth circuit, and that's what's asked of us now. We leave no one behind. Everybody has water. Everybody has Internet. Everybody has food. Everybody has ample housing on this planet. This is where we're moving to. And so we don't care, again, whether they're striped, polka dot, or a combination. If they're humans, they're going to have a quality of life that all humans should live. And when enough of us get to that full circle of the brain, 
this is how it's going to be on planet Earth. But first of all, everybody's got to learn how to communicate and how to then build together. And that's Second Circuit, and we're going to go walk through London's Second Circuit to see how clearly that's been done. So we have one of our master students from the class that teaches you how to use that Second Circuit, Mr. Juan. Mr. Juan, you want to tell us about the trip that your class put together so that the whole school can have this fabulous experience of walking through Second Circuit knowing that they're walking through their own brain. So, Mr. Warren, tell us what we're doing. Yes, thank you, Dr. Jewell. Um, we are going to London to see, feel, and explore the Second Circuit in action of the brain to enliven our Second Circuit so that we can in turn manifest our future building from the Second Circuit. We're going to visit structures like Big Ben, the Buckingham Palace, and see gardens, see how they are operating in order, uh, in focus, Stonehenge, Canterbury Cathedral. These are places that have been there for hundreds of years, but they were built by people who are immortal. But we forgot that. We're going to immerse ourselves in that in that environment so that our brain. Chichester is another place that we'll be going to. We'll be visiting London Bridge, the Thames River, and we'll be doing uh, other things to just touch, see, and feel, and explore again the activity that takes place in London because London is one of the few places that still operates the second circuit and has built from the second circuit it's built from the second circuit so we're going to immerse ourselves in that firsthand and enliven our brains be able to develop our brains operate in the second circuit so therefore we can bring forth the future that we each desire and stop this chaos because that's the only way that we're going to move forward i mean to get more information about this trip you want to reach out to adw at jewish.edu, jewish.educational. That's adw at juis.education. This is going to be a – if you want to stop chaos and thrive in not just your own life but in your surroundings, this is the time. This is the time. We have to move from the first circuit into our second circuit of our brain. Because if we don't, we won't thrive. This is a very important time and a very important trip. Yes, and thank you so much, uh, Juan, for sharing that with us and the job that you have been doing, how you've been executing and arranging and getting everything in place for us to really be in comfort and beauty as we walk through our own second circuit and our own brain built centuries ago for us to see what we can do when we just do something so simple as communicate and share our power to build something for all of us to experience. That's the key. And that is the second circuit of the brain here. So, boy, time goes so fast. And I want you all to know that I love you, but come on now. You've got to get control of your attention span. You've got to learn how to manage what you focus on. You've got to help your brain 
become united. No more separation without the numbers of friends. Join the balance and peace. So join us at juif.education and get the information. Visit us at our website. And thank you so much. Thank Thank you for listening to the Jewel Network Science Broadcasting Frequency. Join Dr. Jewel here each Monday at 5 p.m. on the Jewel Network. Hosted by the JewelNetwork.com and Jewel University of Immortal Sciences for Immortal Living, Jewish. For our complete broadcast schedule, additional information, and to purchase products, please visit our website, www.thejewelnetwork.com. If you'd like to contact us, please send your email to info at thejewelnetwork.net. Thank you. This broadcast is under full copyright and trademark protection owned by the House of Jewels. This broadcast in its entirety nor any part of this broadcast can be reproduced, copied, transcribed, placed in podcast format, placed into MP3 format, or suspended on any internet digital location without express permission from the House of Jewels, Washington State, USA. To reproduce or suspend this broadcast in any digital location other than the Jewel Network is prohibited and legal proceedings will follow accordingly. Thank you for listening.